Welcome back. I'm Emily at Emily's Podcast, Tribute to All Little Angels, Part 1, Episode 4 of Refresh Our Memory. I ended the episode last week with Jen and I continuing to send emails and make phone calls, and I wrote letters. Today, May 15, 2020, I visit the cemetery and I took pictures. And after I left the cemetery and arrived home, I looked back on the pictures of the day. And this is when I noticed the green orbs in the pictures. It weirded me out because I know of these kind of things, but I'm not sure what the meanings are. But I do know something spiritual is seeing us through this. This is God's grace. That's why I'm here. May 23rd, 2020. Jen asked me to send her a copy of the maps, the one we received at the time we laid Megan to rest in 1999, and the second map is the admittance map we received on January 16, 2019, of the headstones that were moved by flood water in 2015. May 25, 2020. Early this afternoon, my granddaughter and I went to the cemetery. There are people here visiting, and yet the cemetery is flooded. And Jen let me know she is getting some of the same responses from her emails she's been sending. They can't help. I also sent Jen a few pictures of the cemetery in that area being flooded. May 27, 2020. I just want to say thank you so much, Jen. For all you're doing. And Jen has sent more and more emails and are getting responses to be declined. The next few days of May, I'm going to the cemetery and I will take pictures. On June 3rd, 2020, Jen received the copies of the maps today. She said the minute she looked at the two maps, she saw the little girl's headstone. The same little girl I speak of that is laid to rest southeast of the South Tree. But Jen said she noticed on the maps, this same little girl is on the map by two different trees in two different years. She also said the map has Megan laying under the South Tree in 1999, but in 2019, Megan is laid in two different spots. I mentioned the headstone to the little boy that I talked with his grandparents. His headstone used to lay next to the north tree, but is now south of the south tree, the existing tree. In mid-June and July of 2020, I'm still investigating, taking pictures, and comparing them to other pictures taken in the past. Jen sent emails, and I'm writing letters to TV shows and congressmen, senators, state representatives, and governors. I'm even sending to famous people and the President of the United States, one or two. And we are hoping we get a response. In mid-July, I sent more letters to Dr. Phil, Dateline, and 48 Hours. I also looked up the surrounding states of Oklahoma. There are six of them, Arkansas, Colorado, 
Kansas, Missouri, New Mexico, and Texas. And I knew this already, but with all that's going through my mind, it's good to double check. I searched for email addresses and or addresses for each state of each party. And while all this is going on, we visit the cemetery on a regular basis. And yes, I take pictures. I still view green orbs in some of the pictures. And during this time in our lives of the COVID, this is all we can do until our lives open back up. By August of 2020, more and more people joined Jen's Cemetery cover-up Facebook page, and she's still resending and resending emails out to whomever to get the word out and get the help and support to get this fixed. And by this time, as I view more and more pictures, and there are so many differences in different pictures, and then to compare them to, I'm working on reenacting a few pictures also. The later part of the month of August, Jen and I both spent time looking for more email addresses. I sent letters to five members of Congress, and I also sent a letter to our President Trump. The letter I sent to President Trump, I sent one to his office in Washington and one to his home in Florida. Then I sent two more letters out to the U.S. House of Representatives and a senator. I also sent Jen the names I sent letters to. In case one of them reaches out, she will know who they are. Jen did receive a call from Kendra Horn's office and is to call her back. Madison has also offered to send emails too to anyone and everyone we can get email addresses for. And Madison, I want to thank you also for all your help. The research, the sending emails, copying papers, and mailing letters. Thank you so much. And this month in August is when my friend asked me, what law was your attorney going to cite or mention to defend this case? The answer to that keeps me guessing. She suggested if we can find a law that's been broken, this could be so much easier. I mentioned they poured the remains in a casket out onto the ground. How can any part of that be right? August 19, 2020, at 9.38 a.m., Jen is talking to a state representative's assistant. The representative had referred us to call the city, which has already been done. As they talked and Jen mentioned what we have already done, the lady suggested her sending an email to a senator. Then while talking to Jen, the lady said, I will send an email to all of Senate. She also told Jen to keep putting it out there. And of course, we are and we will. And this is the time in life when things were slowed way down. And yet I keep moving forward. I copied letters to have enough for when things did open back up. I researched information so I can get it all written down. I stayed busy. 
and what person we couldn't send emails to, we would look for a mailing address and I would write letters. More and more letters were sent out. And during this time at the end of August, I'm noticing more and more pictures from the cemetery with the green orbs in them. And by the time the month of August ended, Madison had sent out 12 letters one day and 13 more letters out another day. And now into September of 2020, on this first day of September, Jen called me to let me know she is waiting on a call today from Senator Paul's office. This is the person too that told Jen she would put this on a list to get a natural disaster law passed to get this some help. The lady told Jen if she needed to contact us, could she? And of course, Jen said yes. So at this point, I'm really grateful for her getting back to us and is willing to help us. We appreciate it all. We are really happy someone is listening and is willing to help. On September 8, 2020, this afternoon at 12.54 p.m., excuse me, I receive a phone call from a lady at Cherise Davis's office. She wanted to ask me a few questions. She is a representative from the state of Kansas. She mentioned she felt bad for us, but this is out of her jurisdiction. When I asked her, do you know of anyone who could help us in the state of Oklahoma? This woman sent us to Kendra Horn. She said, if you have Kendra Horn on your side, you will get it done. She will draft the laws and legislate them. She also said to keep sending the information out. She then offered to pass the letter around to see what can be done. And I thank her for that. A few days later, I sent letters to the governors around the state of Oklahoma and also one to our Governor Stitt. September 10, 2020, I sent a letter, not just to our President Trump, but I sent a letter to our First Lady also. And if you know me, every time I sent letters, I would pray to make it so they make it to their destinations and someone find it in their hearts to help. At 2.59 p.m., I stepped out onto the porch to collect my mail. I received a letter from our Governor Stitt, and thank you for that. Governor Stitt at this time let me know to contact the Oklahoma Funeral Board. And I, when I mentioned it to a few people who are helping me, they asked me to send a copy of the Governor's letter with the sending letter. And I thought that was good advice. September 14, 2020. When I checked the mail, I received a letter back. This makes two that has returned. And I'm assuming this person may not be in office or not at that correct address. But so far, two letters out of 61 letters that went out isn't bad. But as I went back to check to see when the first letter was returned, it was just a few days ago on the 8th of September. When I looked at it, the letter was written to the same person, just two different addresses. September 17, 2020.
The third letter is returned today, but just two different people. So it's still not bad. September 19, 2020, I receive a response from a U.S. Senator, Ted Cruz. This is definitely out of federal jurisdiction, but regretted not being able to help. And I thank him. September 21st, 2020, I received the fourth letter back today from three different people. My heart sinks when I see one returned. But I think too, if I only get a few back, that will be all right. September 23rd, 2020, 9.29 a.m. I missed a call this morning from a United States phone number. I thought at first it could be a telemarketer, but whoever it was left a message. I listened and it's from a U.S. Senator Jim Inhofe's office. And at 10.44 a.m., I called his office back and I talked to a nice lady. She asked me a couple questions and I answered. And because this case isn't federal, it's state, there is not much she can do for us. I asked, can you point us in the direction of whom may be able to help? She suggested contacting the Attorney General. I told her I am sending letters out over and over again. I don't think I've sent one to the Attorney General office yet. She said again, get in touch with the Attorney General and offered to give me his email address and telephone number. And of course I took it. I talked with Jen and I asked her to send the email and at 11.10 a.m., Jen sent the email to the Attorney General's office. She also told me she had another call from Kansas and more or less said the same thing. It's not federal. They can't help. After the morning settled down, I put the information together for our Attorney General, Mike Hunter. As I'm finishing, Jen is calling telling me she has really good news. She said the funeral board called her. A man asked Jen some questions and that Jen told him the story. He asked her about the caskets and asked if we contacted the city. Jen told him yes, we have tried everything. He did receive the letter from Governor Stitt with his information, which is good. He asked Jen to send a letter of detail of what had happened he needed emails, receipts, anything to help him understand this. He said he would investigate it. Jen sent me his phone number and his name and the list of the information he is requesting. He wants a detailed letter, the name of the funeral home, a copy of receipt of the casket from 1999, and any correspondences between from recently with the funeral home and copies of the emails I sent to the funeral home the night of November 26, 2019. And today on September 24, 2020, I received a letter back from the governor's office of Missouri. They thanked me for contacting their office and advised me also to contact the attorney general's office and gave me the telephone number and the consumer protection hotline number two. And at this point, I'm thinking, 
with the responses I'm receiving. They are not responses of negativity. They are letters of encouragement and where to go next. And I appreciate that. September 25th, 2020. I receive another letter response today from a U.S. Senator Boozman. He said he, because he's out of Arkansas and I live in Oklahoma, I will have to contact the Oklahoma Senators. He gave me two names, Jim Enhoff and James Lankford. Mr. Boozman even said he took the liberty of passing my information to their offices and trust I will hear from them soon. I have already sent the letters to Jim Enhoff and received a response and I sent to James Langford also. So hopefully him contacting these two men, it may help a lot. September 26, 2020 at 12.52 p.m. As I checked the mail, I received another response and this one is from the governor of New Mexico. Not just a letter of regret, but she also sent a sheet of names and addresses of people that could help. And I'm so thankful for this. Contacting the city didn't work. The newspaper ads didn't work. Emails that were sent didn't work much either. But the letters seemed to work, and we are grateful for the encouraging information. This evening, I also started the descriptions of the pictures and wrote that all out. The next day, September 27, 2020, I organized the pictures and they are ready to be copied. I do have all the documents copied that the man asked for. And Madison has been a big help. And thank you, baby, for that. September 30th, 2020, the file is ready to be mailed and at 10.02 a.m. it was put in the mail. October 1st, 2020. My friend Patty called me this morning. She has been thinking of names to call the law for Megan. And she has some really good ones. She has a lot of good ideas. But the one name that stood out to me, Six West Law. It suits it perfectly. And when we get to that point, I believe and hopefully the law will be passed in that name. And that's wishful thinking to the lawmakers. October 6, 2020. On this day, I received a flyer of an advertisement. It is of a candidate running for state representative. I read the letter twice. And just four days later, I wrote a response to this flyer that I had received. Because as I have said, I'm trying and I will try everything. October 11th, 2020. I wrote the letter today to the name on the flyer that I had received. I sent a copy of the detailed letter. I even sent a couple suggestions for the law to be written. The letter was written on this same day and sent on October 12th, 2020. On October 15, 2020, I'm assuming the funeral board has had the file for two weeks. And we are hoping and I'm praying this all works out for all the loved ones involved. October 16, 2020. On this day, my phone rang from a number from the United States. 
When I answered, a man asked to talk to me. It is Mickey Doolin. He mentioned he received my letter from the flyer and told me he will read it and call me back. He even promised he would call me back. But after all this time, there's been no call back. But hey, Mr. Doolin, don't feel too bad because this is the same consideration I've received from all of the Oklahomans I reached out to or just plain out ignored me. On October 20th, 2020, Jen called me to tell me she received a really weird call and she couldn't understand the woman and the connection was bad. Jen didn't have a number to call her back because it called in private. I asked Jen, do you know where she was calling from? And Jen said she's in Congress and she's from the Hearn's office. And of course, we are hoping she will call back. October 22nd, 2020, I checked the mail this afternoon and I received a letter back from the McCaskill's office in Missouri. Five letters, four different people. So like I said, not too bad. October 24th, 2020, my granddaughter and grandson-in-law came to visit on this day and I'm showing them some of the information and this is when my grandson-in-law said, Nana, that looks like an auger pole. I asked him, what is that? Because I had no idea. He said, it's like a grinder. They screw it onto the trench auger. And that's why you see the dark lines. And he explained the trench auger is a piece of equipment that digs underground without disturbing the top surface. My granddaughter looked up what trench augers are and do, and that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it is. This is when my granddaughter and I broke down crying. And I can't believe how low someone would sink. The truth will set you free. You can believe that. And on this day, I also receive a response from the governor of Texas. He more or less said the same thing the others have said, but he did give me a list of names of attorneys and told me to contact the Bar Association. I don't know what attorney could do for us without having laws for this kind of thing in Oklahoma, but you know, I'm willing to try anything. And the Bar Association has been contacted but we will not give up. And on this day, October 28, 2020, the cemetery is yet flooded again. It's sad to think after the drains were fixed just a year ago, and yet it's not fixed. I just gotta ask why. Mark, why did you say you cut down a tree? Because you know as well as I know, as well as we all know, you did not. Into November, it's been five weeks, I sent the information to the funeral board. Thank you for listening and have stay kind with your words.